Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, and today I am talking about meal planning because meal planning is something that not everyone does. And if you don't do it, I need you to listen to this whole episode, okay? I am not a huge fan of meal planning. I don't think it is super sexy, it is not super fun. I don't find it thrilling by any means. However, it's something I get all my clients to do. And guess what? What happens when we do our check-ins and they go, oh, I didn't make a plan today for the week. And I check in later for the week and I go, okay, well, how are things going? Oh, well, not as good. Not quite as good. I'm kind of, you know, flying by the seat of my pants, making things up as I go. I haven't made as good as food choices. And so when I check in the next week with them, I go, okay, have you had time to meal plan or meal prep? Everyone is very different. And, you know, generally speaking, the answer is yes, because they go, my goodness, I didn't realize how big of a difference it makes. And I go, I know. And the thing about this is I know how big of a difference it makes. And yet there are some weeks when I go, "Mm, I'm not going to do it. And guess what happens when I do it? Unshockingly, my week is more difficult. I am not making the best food choices. I am making it up as I go. I don't have as much protein. I likely don't have as much veg. And overall, I just feel a little bit less or a lot less successful than when I do plan. And the thing is, sometimes I'm like, what? How is this possible? It's earth shattering. And I'm like, no, Nikki, it's not earth shattering. When you sit down and you give 10 minutes to writing out, and I do mean writing, either writing or typing it out. Don't just sit there and go, I think I'm going to have this for breakfast and I'm going to have this for lunch. Write it down. Okay. You are a busy person. You have a lot on your plate. You have a lot on your mind. Don't assume that you running through a list of foods in your mind is what is going to lead to your success. You know, give yourself a little bit more to work with. And should you get really, really good at this and just be one of those amazing individuals that don't need to write it down? Well, then let me know and tell me your secrets. (laughs) But for those of us humans who, you know, have a lot going on in our brains, take the time to write it down. And really and truly, it doesn't need to take you forever. Start simple. Okay, people go, Oh, my goodness, it's so difficult. Well, how do I know what to do? If you haven't planned at all before, a little bit of planning will go a long way, okay? Think about starting with one meal. Start with the easiest meal. If you are a creature of habit, for example, and you always have a certain thing for breakfast or you rotate through one of five things, write them down. You can plan for as much of the week or as little of the week as you want. I personally like to do four or five days. So I would do Monday to Thursday, for example, and I would think about A, what do I like to eat for breakfast? I, in fact, am a creature of habit. So I would go, well, I'm probably going to have oatmeal and eggs one day. So I'll slot that into one of the days. I'll probably have a banana with peanut butter and a protein shake on my day with like client check-ins and calls because it makes me so happy and I think it's super delicious. And I might have one of my like passion fruit um, smoothies another day. And, you know, one day I'll probably have one of those plates where I do a little bit of everything like eggs and sauerkraut and candied salmon and, 
you know, <laughs> whatever things I just like that go on a plate. And I'll start with breakfast because for me, that's the simplest thing. So I will write down whatever it is that I'm having for breakfast for those three or four days. And if I haven't done grocery shopping yet, because everyone does this in a different order, I recommend doing your meal planning before you do your grocery shopping. But if there's anything on my breakfast schedule or plan that I don't have on a separate piece of paper, I'm going to write down whatever it is I need. Maybe it's bananas, maybe it's more peanut butter, maybe it's, you know, oat milk. I'm writing it down. And then I'm going to go to lunch. Okay. And it does not have to be the same thing every single day. For some people, what I recommend is I'm like, if you like to have something different every day, consider making dinner a little bit bigger. And then whatever you have for dinner can be your lunch the following day. So you're essentially cooking once a day, but you have to have it, you know, for one other meal on a different day. And you're not having this repetition of the same thing every single day. If you're a creature of habit, kudos to you. It works really well that you can um, meal prep and have one or two different things, you know, for lunch every week or for dinner every week, but it is up to you. However, take the time to do this and really keep it simple. Okay. Plan out your breakfast, plan out your lunch. What do you like to eat? What are you craving? What do you have time to make? And I think what is also really helpful is be realistic. Oftentimes people go, you know, you should only be eating whole foods. You should only be eating this. Do I agree that it's great to prioritize whole foods? Absolutely. Do I agree that it's great to prioritize, you know, example, I don't know, lean proteins and vegetables and fruits? Absolutely. Do I do that? Yes. However, I am not a perfect person. There are some days when I wake up like a chicken with her head cut off and I work for 12 or 14 hours because it's a check-in day, I've got four client calls, I've got my own appointments and life is just madness. Can I expect myself to realistically cook two different times in a day like that? No, I would be setting myself up for failure. And so this is where meal planning should always be in alignment with your actual schedule. What do you have time and energy for? And if you don't have the time and energy to make this, you know, simple or elaborate meal from scratch, what are your backup plans? And this is actually what I take into consideration when I do my meal plan. And so, for example, this coming Thursday, end of the week, once again, a check-in day for me with my clients and I've got calls and such, I want to ensure that I'm going to be successful. And so I've slotted in what is that? Um, this, I think the brand is Highliner. It's this frozen fish. It's got like 22 grams of protein. It's already breaded. It's already seasoned. I can put it in the air fryer. And if I chop up vegetables, either the night before or morning of, I can make a, you know, chopped either salad or veggie sticks and a salad. And I can, if I feel like I want French fries, I can throw some French fries in the air fryer with my fish. And guess what? I've got dinner that I've dumped in the air fryer that is ready in 14 minutes without really much work at all. Is that the healthiest option, something that I would eat every day? No. Is it something that I will enjoy that will give me something to look forward to on a busy work day and get me protein, get me vegetables and get me carbs? Absolutely. Is that a win in the big picture of things? Absolutely. 
Because guess what happens when I don't plan? I don't always in that moment have the wherewithal and the thought to be what's going to be a balanced meal. When you're busy and you're working, especially from home, when you work from home, people make this assumption that, oh, well, you're home already. You have the time and energy to just put something together. When in reality, most of the clients I work with that work from home struggle to stop working soon enough to then actually eat when they are hungry. Or they're having the problem of going, I go from one meeting to the next and I can't necessarily be eating during a meeting. And I know it's not ideal. And I go, I'm that person that goes, is it really that selfish of you to expect 10 minutes for your lunch break? However, I'm not their employee or employer. I don't get to make their schedules. I don't get to, you know, help them with that in that way that I wish. And so knowing your schedule and knowing what some of your weak points are is important. Make that part of your plan. Because working from home doesn't necessarily mean you're going to spend 20 minutes cooking. It really doesn't. Maybe it does for you. But in my experience, for most of us, it means that we're going to stop working at the last minute when we're already hungry. And then we're going to go to the fridge or the pantry and go, what is convenient? What can I grab right now? Or what should I munch on while I put something together? And before you know it, You've eaten things that aren't necessarily going to a make you feel very good or aren't in line with your goals. And so once again, meal planning is key. Now, I don't say this because I make a meal plan and stick to it 100% of the time. Absolutely not. I made a meal plan on Sunday. Yesterday was Monday for me and I went, I, I actually wrote my meal plan out on paper. I put it on the fridge. I had two work calls, was doing my check-ins, and I got up and was like, I'm hungry. Okay, what is my option here? Because I'm about to go into another call in 15 minutes. And I look at my meal plan, I go, hmm, I wrote down eggs and, you know, one of those breakfasts that was quite large and required probably 10 or 15 minutes of work. And I go, hmm, that is not going to fit this time because I don't have enough time and I'm not quite hungry enough to have that. So instead, I scroll down my meal plan for the day and I go, oh, passion fruit smoothie. That sounds perfect and it will only take me five minutes. Great. Made that. It was delicious. It tied me over through my next meeting. And then it allowed me to kind of reassess what I wanted to have throughout the day for the rest of my meals or snacks. So a meal plan is great because it will give you guidance and structure. And for the most part, you're writing this meal plan with thought and effort, right? I'm not talking about hours of thought and effort, but I'm talking about, you know, five or 10 minutes of you going, A, what ingredients do I have? B, what do I like? C, what am I craving? And what fits my schedule? And basing it on that. So, well, the thing is, it it won't necessarily be this thing that you stick to 100% of the time. Guess what? After coming out of my second meeting for the day, my brain is, you know, thinking about all these different things, thinking about what I have to do. It is not clearly thinking about what a balanced meal and food, you know, would be a good option with the time I have. It wasn't. And so this really and truly helps me to make the best decision possible and to modify when necessary. I don't ask you to make a plan 
because you need to stick to it 100%. I ask you to make a plan because you are very busy. And knowing what good options you have, because you've thought about them before, and you know you have the ingredients for them, will make your life so much easier. It's kind of like when someone is a world leader and they wear the same thing every single day, simply to remove the effort and thought process of going, what do I wear? This is that much simpler, less important, you know, because I'm not a world leader, obviously, uh, thing that makes my day a lot easier, right? Removing that, oh my goodness, what am I going to eat? What do we have? Walk into the fridge, look at what you've got planned for the day. If you want to move it around, go for it. But at least you know you've got a little bit of guidance and structure based on ingredients you actually have and foods you like. So hopefully this has been helpful. If you are looking for more structure and strategy when it comes to meal planning, you can check out my members area and you can do this by going to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger. Or if you are looking to really overhaul how you meal plan, improve your relationship with food, learn to eat tracking, head to my Instagram at justget.fit and you can check out Freedom42, which is linked in my Instagram bio, or you can check out the highlights, which talk about Freedom42 as well. If you have any questions, don't forget to get in touch and thank you so much for listening.